Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, everyone. Welcome to the FPL Wire Extra Time, powered by Dream Set Go and Fantasy Football Scout, a new format we are experimenting with. I'm your host, Zofa. Ronald, why don't you tell us more about it? We've had a lot of our listeners complaining that our podcasts are the length of a movie, so we thought, uh, why don't we give something to people who are short on time? What are we aiming for, Zof, uh, on this little chat? We're just going to be looking back at yesterday's games. 15 minutes, you reckon? Let's try for under 10 if we can, but I think we'll end up closer to 11 to 12. All right. Just letting our listeners know. Also, we are just not looking at gaming previews. You know, whatever we find interesting, if there's one or two talking points, if there's a free hit draft, if there's chip strategy discussion, which is under around 15 minutes, that's where we'll come here. And our usual long format pods will always be on. Right. Let's get started. Our first game, West Ham, Newcastle. I was surprised by how West Ham completely didn't show up in front of goal yesterday. Even Bowen took some speculative chances. None of the numbers stands out. I think both teams were under 1xG. What stood out for you here? Nothing. Uh, the fact that I could consider selling Bowen now onwards. His fixtures also don't really look good uh, after West Ham play Wolves at home, which are a tough defensive unit. After that, they have Liverpool and Aston Villa. So it looks like it might be okay to drop Bowen for a double game weaker in the future. Or if you're on free hit, I think it's okay to go without Bowen this week against Wolves. Willick should, uh, stood out from that Newcastle team. He finally looked like his uh, old self from last season where he was expressing a lot more. Just something worth monitoring before that double-double. Let's, Let's check out Arsenal-Brentford. Odegaard's numbers start, stood out. XG non-penalty, he was actually the highest amongst Arsenal players with 0.59. And he also took a couple of shots. No, three shots in fact. Did you watch this game? Yeah, when it comes to shots, Saka has been mounting them. I think uh, in the last few weeks, after Kane 
and uh, Salah. Saka is number three for shots, you know. So he's really mounting those shots. He's becoming quite a lethal finisher as well. We were talking about the game in the morning, and you were talking to me about how good a game ESR had. It might be a little difficult uh, in terms of what Arteta does now because of the performance ESR puts in. So I don't know if their attackers, which positions are nailed, and I don't know how he drops ESR after that shift. Be very interesting to see. I don't think ESR can be benched, but at whose expense do you think he'll keep Martinelli on the bench? Find out soon. But just just know. a note on Saka, he had six shots, but those six shots totaled only zero point three one xG. I found that interesting. Yep, and uh, that Brentford goal right at the end was so unnecessary. I was sitting on double Arsenal defense. They controlled the game throughout. They conceded what around point three xG in the game. So quite unhappy about that uh, double defense. Villa Watford. Uh, I thought Dennis uh, looked really, really sharp in this game. I think Sargis brings another element of quality into that front three. And I thought uh, Watford were good for their win. That said, uh, Coutinho kept finding himself in, in good positions throughout the game. I just think Gerard is going to fine-tune his team to find that little bit of balance in midfield. I think the absence of marvellous Nakamba, like we mentioned on the previous pods as well, is hitting them hard at the moment. And I think once he's back, he'll be able to find balance. Just some numbers. In terms of XG non-penalty, Dennis recorded 0.77. King also had a big chance at the end. Unfortunately, not to score 0.47 XG non-pen. Sissoko, 0.38 as a 4.5 midfielder also showed promise. And in terms of big chance created, no player managed more than Saar this weekend. Three big chances created. Just wanted to point out, though, because this is something our friend Adam Hopcroft tweeted about. Around the 60th minute, uh, Gerard made subs where he took out two midfielders and got on two attackers as well. So, Villa were very open right after that. Uh, so, Game State also affected those numbers. Just wanted to point it out. Three chances create for Dean and he came close with a free kick. Still showing signs of some potential there. Brighton versus Burnley. Uh, Brighton clearly missing Webster and Dunk. I wasn't expecting... Uh, that to happen, but uh, Wood Wout Begost looking sharp. I think what I like about him is he's got goal thread. Whenever I watch him, he's got that knack of being in the right positions, finding the right spaces between the defenders, and his hold up play means he's got good assist threat as well. No brainer if you're free hitting in 27. Absolutely, if he's fit, he's likely going to be my captain. But I was just going through the stats, the stats aren't really very, very good. But I think, for example, Lennon, I'm seeing his XG non penalty is even higher than Weghorst. So Maybe we should temper our expectations a little bit or maybe he's just a good player. Yeah, but when it comes to captaincy, I'm debating between a Spurs attacker and Vegas. I don't know. It depends on how Leicester do today, how they're looking, whether Fofana is going to be fit as well, who they're playing in one of the doubles. So I'm not nailed on Vegas as an attacker. I'm leaning towards a Spurs attacker based on how today's games go. Yeah, and also how they're midweek, to... I think, against Spurs. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I wanted to point out, I thought Connor Roberts looked really, really attacking uh, as that wing back. And I think if you're on free hit, I think Nick Pope is a no-brainer because your keeper is generally going to accumulate saves as well. Uh, but if you're looking for a defender in addition as well, I think it's a call between uh, Ben Mee and uh, Roberts because Roberts was quite attacking. And we've seen with uh, Ben Mee that the opposition that Burnley face, Leicester and Palace uh, in double game week 27, they're really, really weak on defending set pieces and corners. So I think that's going to be a decision later. Palace, Chelsea. You tell us, your team. Yes, Lukaku had only nine touches all game. Very uninvolved again. But Ziyech keeps popping up now again and again. And I think it's by far his best spell in a Chelsea jersey. He's looking dangerous. And I think he's as close as nailed on as you can get. If Chelsea do have a double in the short term, maybe they're thinking the game could drop in 28. 
is worth a look defensively we were quite solid the one thing that uh, bothers me about hakim ziyech is uh, thomas tuckel's comments and whenever in the past few weeks he's spoken about ziyech he's mentioned that ziyech is suited to play when you're playing four midfield in on a right wing now reese james is very very close to being uh, fit and the best football that chelsea have played this season is when james and chilwell have been starting for your team and if james is playing he's going to be playing as a wing back and they sort of occupy the same spaces ziyech and james so i'm a little worried about uh, that and at temper expectations because how does tuckel fit both in spot on yeah not much from palace we saw edward bench but i think he'll start the next game they set up quite defensively didn't really have much chances didn't really threaten our keeper much correct liverpool versus norwich uh, i mean why don't you just first of all read out mosala's stats for our viewers and listeners 1.50 expected goal involvement six chances created eight shots out of which five shots were in the box two shots on target and a big chance created incredible numbers and i think he should have got way more than 10 points he was on one i mean i'm gutted that he got only one return i thought people that didn't triple captain him got away at least two returns would have been par when it came to that game this game uh, but uh, interesting developments on the injury front when it comes to this game klopp was pretty optimistic about diego jota uh, injury not being as uh, Uh, long term as he thought earlier he could come back very soon if i'm wild carding in 28 we were having this conversation jota comes right back in despite the rotation risk i think so you get jota right back in cuz the title race is back on the results just they are big i think liverpool will go very strong from here on they won't really afford much rotation for example that 29 double i think the guys who backed robo i think you still made the right call over van dyke cuz i think robo is a much better pick long term But definitely now those guys who have locked into three Liverpool once Jota becomes fit, you have a decision to make. And the way Mane is showing, he's showing forms of uh, you know returning to form. I mean fixtures breed form, and that's something we discuss. If you've not used your triple captaincy chip because of the way the title race is going, I think twenty nine using it on Mo Salah is what I'd do. Norwich looked a little bit better. They offered something going forward constantly. Perhaps that was enhanced by Fabinho not being there. Liverpool's midfield was quite porous. Yep, yep, uh, and uh, Liverpool just gained so much control when Thiago was subbed on in that game as well, and I think that's going to. I, I think uh, Klopp saved Thiago's legs, especially for Leeds United, because he likes playing him against that opposition. So I'm again, I'm expecting carnage in that Leeds United home game. I'm expecting a couple of returns from Salah, and would be nice if Diaz joined in the party as well. The stats were pretty encouraging. Himself, uh, he uh, I just have it. He had four shots in the box and created five chances as well. some healthy numbers from diaz as well jump into southampton everton 11 shots on target for southampton compared to zero for everton top for expected goal involvement is an old friend livramento with 0.6 sorry 0.96 expected goal involvement which is 0.62 xg and 0.34 xa behind him was adams for 0.83 ward browse created three big chances 0.7 and our friend broja only 0.25 despite four shots in the box i mean i was watching the highlights and roger still found himself in really really good positions on multiple occasions as well so i think it's just happenstance and you can't look at xg in one game in isolation i think he's still their biggest goal threat but southampton do have a habit of distributing uh, their attacks uh, worth pointing out one stat that i find very interesting is in the last eight matches only two teams have scored more goals than southampton 16 
which is uh, very very you know healthy and if you're free hitting in 27 or buying players i think you're happy to buy southampton players given their fixture they play norwich at home in 27 and they have a very good looking double in 28 as well so what prowess a good punt uh, we're very happy we're very big bullish on broger as well and uh, I think even Walker Peters is a really, really good pick uh, in defense. Again, he's been very attacking amongst the fullbacks and four shots uh, this game week as well. Right. City Spurs, yeah. how was this as a cane owner? Uh, just, just before we get into that, uh, the fact that Everton conceded a 2.6 XG to uh, Southampton has me really, really bullish about the triple city that I'm going to uh, deploy on my free hit in 27. I think that's a no-brainer to just go there. Yeah. Right. Harry Kane. Felt really good. He was due. I mean, his underlying numbers had been screaming that uh, he was goals imminent and he put in a performance. Uh, it was just great to watch him. I think he's a great player. It's always nice to watch Harry Kane in full flow. And I thought Son was really, really good as an asset as well. The game plan played to perfection. Uh, Eric Dyer gave them a lot of stability in defense as well. Uh, you know, Baker texted us saying, look at him. I mean, he's the guy shouting, organizing that line of defense. And... Uh, I think a double Spurs attack against Leeds United, even though it's an away game, I have no comps going there. I think Sun and Kane are both very big captaincy shouts for 27. Yeah, and then I think Romero might be a decent punt as well because Leeds are susceptible on set pieces as well. And Romero's just involved. I always see him involved. He's, he's, he's got a good pass on him as well. And the fact that Leeds are so open at the back, I don't know if he can... You know, one of those assists also, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets them. Let's, let's quickly touch upon captaincy before we uh, end this uh, video. Where are you looking at at the moment? Is Weghorst or are you thinking about the Spurs players? Weghorst, Sun. I like that fixture more for Sun than for Kane. I think we should touch upon City players also. I think for those of us going on free hit and we'll have a longer discussion about this. Maybe do a separate episode of Extra Time depending on the response to this or integrated into the main pod about how to approach City because I think there's scope for going with three City attackers. They're going to be angry versus Everton. And going with a Sterling captain, I think, has a feels like to me, has a higher ceiling than someone like Sun. Uh, it's an interesting shot because, like you mentioned, they tend to respond really, really well. If you're talking about three city attackers, how I see Cancelo, he's an attacker. He had five shots in this game as well. If you remember the game before that also, he was very, very involved when it comes to the shots he takes. It was uncomfortable viewing as a non-owner. And I don't know if I want to leave him out because he's an attacker where you're getting basically four extra points for clean sheets. And one extra point, or how many? Two extra points per goal or one extra point per goal? Depending on the position you're comparing forward mids. Anyway, let's move on. Yep. Should we wrap up? Cool. Uh, 13 minutes, wrap up, not however. bad. Not bad, guys. And uh, what we actually are really interested in listening to is whether you want to see more of this short-form content where we're looking to do the 10 to 15-minute uh, contents a little more often. You know, both of us can record in the mornings as well and give you more information. If there's any particular kind, kind of free hit, extra time short form content that you want to listen to let us know on twitter or in the comments below and that's it we'll see you next time see you soon sports social podcast network